Hi, I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Zach Luna. This year, Spider-Man finally joins the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Spider-Man Homecoming. But 15 years ago, the friendly neighborhood webhead hit the big screen for the first time ever. Introducing Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the Spider-Man movies one minute at a time. Starting with Sam Raimi's web-slinging debut, we discuss everything from genetically engineered super spiders to wall-crawling heroics. Join us as we navigate the great power and great responsibility behind every single minute of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Spider-Man Minute, available at DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre Hi, everyone, and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching the 1990 live-action Turtles movie, one rat in a cage minute at a time. I'm Scott Tofty, and with me again are our hosts, Chris. Despite all my rage. <laughs> Rachel. Hello. And Adam. Hello. All right, so here we are, minute 69. <laughs> Alright, that was the appropriate response um, <laughs> So minute 69 of uh, Ninja Turtles starts with uh, Splinter talking to Well, Splinter looking up and soon to be talking to Danny And then ends with a, uh, a, a, a hug from the past I guess I could call it <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what else to call it mm. An embrace, a warm embrace A memory of hugs past <laughs> Um, all right, so here we are back in the foot basement one more time with Splinter. I have a few questions. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys can help me answer them. Okay. okay. My first question, does Danny just like go down and visit Splinter a bunch during his imprisonment slash torture? Is that just something that happens? Splinter's yeah. like, I haven't seen you for many days. I mean, that seems like what's happening. He's probably not the only one. That rat's probably got a number of interesting conversations <laughs> going with like all the different little side kids we named. Yeah, didn't, didn't like we, him, and, him and Pull Shark Joey are talking about their favorite baseball teams. Didn't we say in a previous minute that there's probably like a line behind Danny of people waiting for Splinter's wisdom? Yeah. yeah. Uh yes. Like it's That's a rumor. True. It's a rumor going around the the hideout. Like, dude, there's this magic rat. Go I'll talk to the rat and he'll solve all your problems. <laughs> I'll give you good advice. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Shredder's like wondering why this rat isn't dead yet. It's just because all these kids keep feeding him. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is how you get rats. <laughs> it's like, who keeps feeding it? <laughs> Do you want rats, Foot Clan? Because this is how you get rats. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was going to say, like, it's, it's weird that Danny's like going down and visiting. And I was going to ask, does, does everyone get to go talk to the rat? So I, I guess we, we probably answered our question. Yeah, Dan, and, Danny well, can't be the only one who knows about this. Are they beating up Splinter, too? Or are they just like, are they all sure. having conversations with him? Because he's pretty <laughs> bloody and bruised at this point. I mean, I'm yeah. pretty sure that he did. But it's kind of interesting that Danny's able to just go there. It's like he's not under guard. Yeah, like no mm-hmm. one's guarding this giant rat that they want to die. Yeah. Wait, what if that's Danny's job? <laughs> what if Danny's the guard? Well, he's doing a really bad job. I mean, that would give some context to the, the whole, guard? like, we've been talking this whole time angle. Mm-hmm. Who watches the watch? I suppose. Um, but it, it doesn't cover Danny. the whole, I've been missing for several days angle. 
Like somebody would would notice that you know no one's watching. Or operational Did you check the security. Rat? No, I thought you were supposed to check the rat. <laughs> well, somebody rat. in middle management has failed to keep track of who is supposed to be watching the rat. It's like I gave that job to Danny. Yeah, Danny's on that job. It'll be fine. There's nobody else on the do- job. Danny's just supposed to do it twenty four seven. No sleep. You let the kid with the Sid Vicious shirt do it? Come on. <laughs> that is we not a responsible individual. It, it's kind of like okay, it was it was the Although responsibility. To be fair, I don't think there are any responsible individuals there. <laughs> well. In my theory is it was the responsibility of someone older, and they were like, ah, I don't want to do this, and gave it to someone else. And then that person was like, I don't want to do this, Danny, go watch the rat. Uh, so, like, just passing it down the chain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and as I'm peering around the background, I'm seeing more uh, JVC boxes and a whole bunch of Veriflex skateboard boxes. We mentioned those earlier, seeing uh, that the Foot Clan were really into Veriflex skateboards. Mm-hmm. So they're back, um, Chris. How how do we feel about this? Uh, the little the the speech here. This you know, Splinter asking Danny like <laughs> about his feelings and then uh, delving into a backstory. Well, it just it it just just like you're hiding from your family too. It's like I don't know. I don't know. It's like yes for. I mean that's just yes. I I it's, it's teenage and then for, like duh. <laughs> <laughs> but but his like his like story of like I had a family too. I was the pet rat. I'm like um what I I don't know. I, <laughs> like the and and like you know I, I love how like every aspect of the story. I mean, granted, he wouldn't be aware of any part of the story that doesn't take place within view of his cage. But it's just funny that like every part of a flashback involves this really adorable like antique rat cage <laughs> that's like hanging up in the air, which is <laughs> just ah, poor rat. <laughs> yeah, and he what is it he says? He says I've been in my hideout. Have yeah. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your, like it's not your, your hideout. hideout. <laughs> it's like, dude, you he knows where you went. He told he gave you the address. You yeah. Little, yeah, ugh. you were in my house, jerk. <laughs> right? <laughs> you I were staying in literally my house. <laughs> this kid has no loyalty. He doesn't have any loyalty to the Foot Clan. He doesn't have any loyalty to no. the turtles. He's like or your April. stereotypical shitty teenager. Like mm-hmm. he's just like he's gonna throw everyone under the bus to avoid getting in trouble. He has no ability to take sort of uh, responsibility for himself and own his own issues. You know? Yeah. yeah. This kid needs therapy. Very this much. Kid's thirteen. I'm also looking. <laughs> he does up a lot Ver- of drugs. I'm also looking up Veriflex skateboards. I'm pretty sure I had one of these as a kid. Mm. Oh, nice. They probably didn't actually like Veriflex skateboards. It was probably just sold by a store with terrible security. Were yeah, they- no, they're like they're like Toys R Us level. Yeah, I'm, I, we, uh. we probably had one too. It was like it had those big vinyl wheels, and they came with like all the gear on them, like the the uh, rail guards and nose guard. Oh and tail guard. yeah, and like, but they they didn't have curved edges. Like they were flat all the way around. Like so, they were just oh. like stamped out of a machine. Not beveled. Well, that's awful. Like <laughs> plywood or what do you call it? Uh, composite. Yeah, it's they're what, not great. What the boards. hell is particle board? That's what I'm holding mm. up. Particle board. Yeah, they're IKEA right. skateboards. Yes. Basically, modular skateboards. That sounds like something Michelangelo would say. Whoa, modular. <laughs> he almost certainly did. I would. I would believe that. <laughs> or or that's something uh, Finn from Adventure Time would say. <laughs> Modular. He said mathematical a couple times. Oh yeah, he says and algebraic. Rhombus. Algebraic. I don't watch that show. You should. Donatello I, know, I feel like we've had show. this conversation before. We've had this conversation about a lot of shows you don't watch, Scott. <laughs> Come on, guys. I'm very busy. I do like seventeen <laughs> podcasts. Okay. Uh... <laughs> um. 
So, oh man, what was I going to say? There's a couple things. Um, oh, Chris, you mentioned the antique rat cage. Yeah. Right? So, remind me to come back to that. I do want to come back to that. Okay. Uh, but I want to point out how cool it is. Like, we're getting the first part of the origin story after he's already told the other part of the origin story, which I just thought was a really interesting way to do this. Like, we don't get the the splinter origin story necessarily. Yeah. In the beginning April of the didn't movie. get the entire story. Yes. Um, and I just always thought it was neat that you have to wait until later in the movie to figure out more specifically about Splinter slash Yoshi. Um, mm-hmm. You almost like in modern sort of superhero movies or whatever, when they're going back and telling you the origin story, you don't usually get it A, out of order and B, split up like this. I thought it was kind of a cool, uh, cool way to do it. Yeah. That's all. I also I, I, I like Splinter's flashbacks, like how the the background kind of disappears and what you don't see is his right hand is on the dimmer switch in the dungeon, <laughs> <laughs> just turning the lights down. But it's kind of reminiscent of uh, the Nickelodeon cartoons. Anytime they do flashbacks or stuff like that, it's like a different animation style. Yes, like it's usually like a two D animation which, style, which they did a little bit in the two thousand seven Turtles movie as well. When they did that the opening scenes, it was done in like comic book style art before it went into the CGI stuff. Mm, yeah, I like yeah. it when they do that. It's cool. Um, so anyway, the antique cage makes me ask this question. Yeah. What year is it in Japan in these flashbacks? I don't know. I am not terribly familiar with Japanese culture, but between the old-ass rat cage, the what looks like very traditional attire of everyone involved in this scene, except for, I guess, the spangly, I mean, sparkly karate gi, well, that um, can still happen. I mean, I I would guess, well, I mean, just based on the time and the age of the rats, I mean, not the age of the turtles, I would say it's like 60s or 70s, which kind of meshes with something that, um, <laughs> that I found out like later, um, which I, I think I'll, I'll get to tomorrow. But but I would say I would say that it's definitely like the 60s or 70s. And it's like that that uh, there was like a whole wave of like post post Bruce Lee, like sort of Japan put out a ton of like karate movies um, with like Sonny Chiba and uh, and like, you know, samurai movies were big too. But like there was a lot of sort of modern martial arts movies set in Japan that I think that sort of I think that that this story is supposed to basically take place not only in that time, but in that genre. Okay, that helps because it's always like I I always thought of this as like this just looks like almost ancient Japan whenever yeah. I see the scenes of Hamato Yoshi no, no. and Oroku Saki. It didn't quite jibe, so that helps clear things up a little bit. So thank you for that. Um, so what was uh, the karate? I also want also, to note that um, Oroku Saki is not uh, Rufio. No. no I t- I Very take it back. clearly <laughs> the street fighter. Not Rufio. Yeah. He looks this a lot like know. Rufio, though. <laughs> yeah, he really looks like Rufio, but it's too old. And and since I'm on it already anyway, um, I'll go ahead and say that I'm I'm almost certain that like uh like to give you an idea of like that 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 uh, that genre I was talking about, uh, Sonny Chiba's The Street Fighter. That would be that would be what I would watch if I wanted to have an idea of basically insert Hamada Yoshi and Orokasaki and Tang Shen into a Sonny Chiba movie, and you're good. That that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, so interesting that. James Saito plays the Shredder. I'm not 100% convinced that this is the same actor in the flashback. It could be, 
But for some reason, the flashback scenes are shot like in this super grainy, like it almost looks like, like home movie. I don't think it is. I don't think it's the same actor. And from what I can find on IMDb, I, that actor is not listed in the credits. Hmm. And not only that, I can't find a Hamato Yoshi. Hmm. Which is very bizarre to me hmm. that none of these people are actually credited. So if anyone out there has information on <laughs> who the heck plays Hamato oh, Yoshi, that would be <sighs> super helpful. Um, you know who else I can't find? Who Tang else? Shen. Ah. No, no, she's not yeah. in there either. So I, I wonder if these were just extras or, I mean, there's do, like weird people that are credited in this movie. Do they the actually say that, her name in this minute or is it the next minute where they say her name? I, I, cause it's like, he's like love of a woman. I think that's I think, where the minute ends. I don't yeah, think so we'll yes, get it's the, the next name. minute. Whoa, so man. <laughs> Whoa, Whoa, man. Boom, 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 yep, yep. She was a thief. You got a Oh, she stole my heart and my, heart my, and my rat. Oh. <laughs> uh, coming soon, the So I Married an Axe Murderer Minute. Um, <laughs> Probably. But, okay, Splinter Puppet is adorable, right? Yeah. Okay, and Splinter Puppet doing karate is ten times more adorable. Yeah, but my, <laughs> question, my question is, the hell it is, was Yoshi aware that his rat could do karate? Because if I, if I had a rat that did karate, I would like you know sell tickets. If he, if he was, I feel like it would really quickly turn into like a Michigan put J it on frog the gong show. I, was, I was just about to say like one froggy evening. Yeah. Hello, like he honey, probably hello, my baby. He's probably already been down that road, but yeah. the rat only does karate when he's watching. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. I just want he tries everyone to tell listening. people about it. He tries to tell people about it, and people are like, this crazy guy thinks his rat can just, do karate. All right, buddy, prove to me your rat can do karate. And he never does it. And they're like, he is nuts. And after like the third person, like, you know, the splinter refused to do karate for them, Hamato Yoshi's just like, you know what? I'm not going to, I don't want to get committed. I'm going to stop telling people that my rat can do karate. Bad rat. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I just I want the listeners to take a minute and just replay the what is it one froggy evening mm-hmm. vignette, but just put Hamato Yoshi and Splinter in there instead, and it's <laughs> and replace singing with karate. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of brilliant, and I want if anyone's an animator out there, please I want to see that. I want my horror trailer. I want my Ninja Turtles Ninja Turtles horror trailer, mm, and I yep. want. Uh, this. Speaking of which, I'm loving the uh, Ninja Turtles and Pennywise the Clown mashups that I keep seeing. Oh my seeing. god, it's mm. so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, by the time this comes out, I'm sure they're going to be really passe and annoying. It's like but... a full movie version. <laughs> yeah. I just, um, I just like the Pennywise meme in general. Like, like, hey, I got you know, insert yeah. thing people want down here. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we are looking at this flashback very much in the style of the earlier flashback, and I'm, I'm. A question pops into my head. If you notice the shots of Splinter when he's narrating the flashback, um, he's not chained up anymore. Mm. So do you think they shot all of this narration at the same time? I guess. Like from the first flashback and this one? Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it just just didn't work as one big scene, so they decided to cut it up. 
Yeah. I mean, okay, you know what? I've just answered my own question. He's actually still bloody and kind of beaten up in this one, so uh, okay. I'm going to go ahead and mm. say no, they didn't. I, but it is I was funny gonna... that they chose to unchain him for the narration. Oh, okay. I was going to say that, like, in the uh, in flashback story mode, he becomes the platonic ideal of Splinter instead of, you know, whatever he is at the moment. Yes. Yeah. What you said. <laughs> you know, not not beat up and not not miserable and not wet and starving. You oh, know, the sort okay. of the sort of version like like if you were to die and be in the afterlife, you're whatever like you know the sort of the 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 best form of yourself or like the most representative <laughs> form of who and what you were. Yeah, I'm in sorry. Some I'm mythologies. I'm, I'm giggling because Rachel wrote down in the show notes that Karate <laughs> Rat sounds like one of Andy Dwyer's bands from Parks and Rec. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to bring that up, but it's like, like a combination of Mouse Rat and what, Johnny Karate. Johnny Karate. Johnny karate. Karate, Rat, <laughs> karate Rat sounds like something he would name his band. Yeah, that's pretty great. There, I'm, there's no way it wasn't a version of his band. Yeah. Like, just the law of averages says yeah. that has to have happened at least once. Wasn't yeah. Rat Mouse his band also, like when he got kicked out of Mouse Rat? <sighs> Yeah, well, it was Scarecrow Boat, then yeah. Mouse Rat, then Rat Mouse, then a number of other different things. There's probably a website somewhere that has them all listed. There's a I'm website sure. that has all their songs, like like oh. like pulled from episodes. It's funny. Oh, excellent! That is fun. Um, so we see uh, angry Orokusaki and his gl- he likes shiny things. He's wearing he like does. this glittery gi. He likes um, to which sparkle. is very reminiscent of his cape. Mm-hmm. Guys, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to throw it out here. Shredder doesn't have a girlfriend. Mm. Oh, <laughs> likes sparkly things. Uh, straight, straight men like to sparkle too, Scott. Behind the, <laughs> behind the bladed candelabra. <laughs> we Coming don't know what HBO kind of relationship he has with Tatsu. With well, Tatsu, yeah. That's great. That's great. <laughs> oh god. Oh well that mean but but he kills he kills them over uh not getting me being able to have like Tang Shen. That would be like, you know, sort of killing somebody over your beard, that's terrible. Mm. No. That is no. that's true. Well, yeah, I mean, it's no, terrible that, already. But I mean like he's 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 supposed he's kind of like uh toxic masculinity writ large. He's like the the worst version of the patriarchy. It's like I, if I can't have you nobody can kind of killing. It's it's yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah, if, let's, he, let's, if he wasn't interested in ladies, he wouldn't kill a lady over her not loving him. Or maybe he was yeah. secretly in love with Yoshi and thought that uh, <laughs> Hang Shen was stealing his man. Oh, God. No, stop man. it. But when Splinter tells the story, he's just kind of like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, it was over the love of I'm a woman. We'll say I'm a that somewhat, much. I'm a somewhat homophobic Listen, rat. It was the 90s. It was the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to keep these things a little bit more under wraps. No, it was not an ideal time. It was so, it was uh, pre uh, pre Will and Grace. Yeah, yeah. It was pre a there lot of things. Pre Ellen. Pre Ellen. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, before we get ourselves in trouble here, yeah. <laughs> we're also getting um, ahead of ourselves a little. A little bit. bit yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Man. I hope Let's I don't not do that tomorrow. since we have to do this one minute at a time. I'm I'm actually pretty good for we this. We already minute. got a little ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you guys? Do you have anything else we want to hit before we call it for the day? No, I don't oh, think man. So, no. This was this is kind of like it's an inter- it's interesting is there's like this big part of this flashback, but it doesn't feel like there's too much to say about it. I don't yeah, know. Well, we already, we said what we said. I, I think the interesting stuff is coming tomorrow, so stay tuned, yeah, listeners. True. true. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, we're gonna finish the week strong. Yes. I'd like to encourage everyone to head over to duelinggenre.com, check out all the great podcasts over there, and if you're so inclined, become a Patreon supporter. A little bit of money every month. Uh 
helps keep our websites up, helps keep podcasts coming out, great content coming. We've got merchandise. You get free, well, not free, you get extra special bonus treats uh, with your contribution, extra podcasts or swag or who knows what. Go over to duelinggenre.com slash support today and become a supporter of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. Uh, one of these days, I'm actually going to write out the copy for one of these commercials so I don't have to improvise it. Um, but I guess for the crew here, we'll say goodbye, and we'll see you tomorrow for Minute 70. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Cowabunga. Bye-bye.